Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, you're listening to First Team America, Patriot Network by Patriots for Patriots. You are on a pro-law and order, pro-America podcast. Um, make sure you're on the right channel. We don't, uh, we don't promote anything but law and order, peacefulness, and uh, allegiance to the Constitution and Bill of Rights on this station. And uh, we've got a great story for you today. Let me just start it off with this asshole. Ready? Here we go. Enough rogue gun dealers feel like they, they can get away with selling guns to people who aren't legally allowed to own them. And I might add, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of, the, the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there have never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. So there we go. I hope that came out clear. That was your uh, illegitimate uh, tyrant um, who is now making these statements that, uh, it, you know, uh, complete, completely this man cannot foment a coherent sentence and has obviously, despite his uh, failures in law and school and maybe buying his way through the bar, has no idea of what that Second Amendment means. And it's not a infringement and a limitation upon the citizens. It's upon the government to restrict those rights. I don't know how you can't read that Second Amendment and not understand that there are no limitations on that. And if a man back in that time could afford to buy a cannon, it was great. They welcome him to buy a cannon. And the second thing is, is this, you know, we've all been asleep for a while. and We've allowed this propaganda to reach out. The militia is not the National Guard. Okay. That's the other thing that, that has helped foment a bunch of bullshit. The militia is not the National Guard. The militia is everybody out there. Anybody of fighting age, men and women, is the militia. Our responsibility is to keep the rule of government and law and order when the authorities fail us. It is not meant to that a military unit would be used to attack the, their own people. And that was not the intent. And that's why the founders were against a standing army, because pretty soon you have to go looking for work. And it's often easier to find that work on domestic shores than international. It was never intended we'd be an occupying nation around the world either. Um, but anyway, in this episode, I want to talk a bit about the fear uh, uh, propaganda that's that's continuing under this administration. Um, I'll probably touch on a few things where I question Trump's uh, uh, actual intentions versus what we're being told about him being the ultimate patriot. Um, not everybody's perfect. I will approach that viewpoint as well with that uh, of my comments. But, you know, understand that what this idiot, the, the video or audio snapshot you just heard of Biden speaking, he has no idea of what he speaks. I guess Thomas Jefferson was a good guy up to a point and that because he said the tree of liberty needs to be refreshed with the blood of patriots to fight against tyranny, such as what Biden and the uh, socialism, communists and government want to impose upon us, 
that he's trying to make it seem like there's no chance in hell that you can defeat the greatest military. And that would never be something that uh, we as citizens would want to do ever, but it is our responsibility that in the face of tyranny and encroaching uh, uh, impositions upon our inalienable rights, that we take a stand. We don't leave it to the courts when the courts have continually failed us. Now, that time is not not now, and uh, just so you know, for all the feds listening to the broadcast, uh, the good guys out there, I'm not, I'm not, I am speaking on open source information. I'm not encouraging any any offensive actions or any kind of kinetic energy because that mean, that's that's mad. That's mutual assured destruction. But I also at this point want to counter some of the fear uh, um, propaganda that's emanating under a coordinated effort through the corrupted media mouthpieces and the uh, uh, corrupted agencies that uh, you Fed agents know who's corrupted within the departments. It's your duty to call them out and get that information. Uh, you know that there's quite a few corrupt individuals within those agencies, but there's a lot of really good rank-and-file officers, agents, uh, soldiers out there who are going to defend their oath and, and complete it and not allow this criminal element to uh, uh, sell away our rights. And with that, good luck. Stay the fight. We're there with you. We support you. Anyway, let me get into this real quick. So I've done some research into this. You know, I'm hearing comments from friends and others who are uh, uh, people that meet who have some concerns that, you know, Biden's out there claiming he's going to send uh, vac squads out there to come find, talk to us and tell us how good an experimental vaccine with with all kinds of death rates and illnesses and adverse effects, which you would pay out of your pocket once you get the vaccine and suffer that. Understand that. They're not on the hook. The vax companies aren't, nor is the federal government, but they're going to tell you it's good for you. And if you have that, and most people are getting adverse reactions in some way or another, or will soon experience them, and I hope the hell I'm wrong, uh, you're on the hook uh, financially, physically, emotionally for those uh, adverse reactions. Again, it is completely an experimental vaccine. But I just wanted to, to point that out there. So you're, so the claim, so the fear promotion is that they're going to send uh, uh, some hired citizens to come out, knock on your door, and try to t try to convince you to take a vaccine. They'll probably have a couple in their back pocket to give you right then and there. And the whole thing that they're trying to scare you is that the federal government's coming to your doorsteps, and they're going to know about you and track you. Uh, my goal today is to, to give you a bit of an idea of what you're dealing with and actually consider the actual numbers. It's important that you know this, you consider this. I want you to think recently there was an issue um, with uh, a report. A state trooper was patrolling, I think, in Massachusetts on the highways. He saw two stop vehicles and... Uh, he stopped to see if they needed assistance. Well, as he pulled up, and I don't have the entire story, but I have the gist of what I read in Corrupted Media. As he pulled up, 10 individuals in tactical gear and, and rifles and pistols all ran into the woods. I, I'll jump in here with this point real quick. Boy, how disappointed the media was when they found out that these uh, militia members weren't white, middle-aged Trumpers. And suddenly that story went away quickly. But anyway, the the people they stopped were they a... Uh, a group called the Moors, and they're, they were all black. If you do some homework, look up uh, what the Moors believe. They believe they have a sovereign right through uh, agreements and things. And I'm not disputing that nor acknowledging it. I'm just saying that's that's what it 
mostly is. I don't know of any more type kinetic attacks or things like that. So I'm not going to call them a militia. I will just say that they're operating from the point that uh, they were exercising their their rights as far as uh, carrying guns, whether or not Massachusetts believes that you should have a gun. I think that's an infringement. I don't think that, uh, and again, I'm not going to vilify somebody because of the color of their skin and they're exercising their gun rights. I believe that right applies to everybody. But Massachusetts then uh, uh, chased after the guys. They probably had to send at least 50 to 100 officers out there during this situation. We're talking multiple state units. They even had federal agencies assist as well as air support. Probably close to 50 to 100 officers just to deal with 10. Uh, 10 people that they didn't know. There was no violence at that day. They arrested the guys for Massachusetts unlawful uh, gun restrictions, and that will wait to play out in court. But the bigger part I want you to realize is how many armed people had to actually respond from the from the government, if you will, the government, uh, to a situation involving that. How does that play into what we're saying? Well, it's important that we always understand what the logistical uh, strengths are is because you have to have the force to follow up on what you're claiming you're going to go do. So in the regards, Biden recently uh, threatened in that audio clip I played that you're going to need F-15s and nukes to, to fight the federal government. Now, nobody wants to fight the federal government. We want you to do your job and be honest and not corrupt. Uh, I don't think you're, you know, in Biden's case, I don't think his son who had child porn on his laptop and was obviously violating numerous federal uh, uh, laws regarding graft and corruption has not yet been charged because they're insiders. Um, now, now Hunter Biden selling artwork for five hundred thousand a pop because people so, so right now like his artwork. Now the bullshit that's that's for favors. Um, but anyway, understand the numbers. The numbers matter. Numbers matter in anything, right? So there's a hundred million, seventy million patriots, and then eighty million ghost Biden voters. But the big part is, I think the U.S. population is about 330 million of the actual uh, legal citizens and probably add another couple, couple, five, 10 million of actual illegals uh, who are on our soils. Um, with regards to the number of military and, or sorry, law enforcement members that responded to that Massachusetts incident, understand how many officers that took off the street in the normal course of duties and had to respond. So let's look at a few numbers here in the other areas. So the whole U.S. military active and reserve capabilities of personnel, that means troops, support, admin, is probably about uh, two and a half million, two million. That's reserve and active, okay? That includes National Guard. Just for example, in Virginia with the National Guard strength, it's estimated that there's 7,200 soldiers, 1,200 airmen, 300 Defense Force members, and 400 federal and state civilians uh, in Virginia. These, it, or, what, what I'm pointing out is that if there is a gun confiscation, what resources will be needed to try to quell the response from the citizens who aren't going to allow it? So you have roughly about, let's say, 10,000 Virginia National Guard. Then you also have, out of the state police, there's about 2,200 uh, troopers and special agents, 848 civilian employees. A lot of those civilian employees are admin support. Chances are they're not going to be drafted or conscripted to uh, go knock on your door and take stuff. Let's get to the sheriffs now. Sheriffs and deputies. There's about 123 elected sheriffs in Virginia. Uh, with over probably about 8,300 sheriff deputies and then local and police, 
uh, numbers in Virginia. I think for all cities, municipalities, that's about 25,000, and that's adding some to it. So, so when you consider, and the population of Virginia is about 8 million. Um, so let's look at that. Let me put that down in my notes here. So when we look at the numbers, typically uh, in, a, in a peaceful situation and, and normal scenario, they're averaging about uh, 293 officers per 100,000 residents. 293 for 100,000 residents. That's how many officers they, there, there are. Not in, And adding in, let's just say add in the sheriff's. Uh, and state police. So maybe it's about 350, okay? 350, 400 for, per 100,000 residents. 8 million residents, okay? The, the, the thing that happens here and part of what I've, I've put in my stats for today's podcast is there's a 75% rule that was applied recently in an issue in D.C. with, uh, with the Biden transition, the lockdown of the Capitol, and uh, their fear of... Uh, uh, pro-liberty in the ranks of the government, uh, federal agencies, and military. And out of that, it is assumed that 75% of the active duty and uh, active duty police, military, National Guard are all pro-liberty types. You've got your 25% who are the socialist communists. They, they'd rather trade their uh, your rights for a paycheck. They have no qualms about enforcing unconstitutional laws. Um, that's that's what we're looking at with that. Um, so that's where that 75% comes from. So you're relying upon 25% of the ultimate law enforcement numbers. And that's just the estimate, but 25% of that number is going to be the ones that would go kinetic and come in here and start uh, kicking in doors as a lot of people feel to uh, fear as what they're trying to defend that um, would kick in your door and uh, would try to take your firearms uh, or enforce firearm uh, confiscation. So with that said, you know, typically uh, as we look back to the, to the, to the war, the, the founding of the country, it was the 3% rule. Uh, of that, 3% of the population actually, actually fought and gave all uh, to win the country over. So when you look at the numbers, and I point this out because – you know, in my research, there's 135,000 federal agents of all law enforcement branches. That's so many damn agencies. I mean, even USDA has active enforcement agents. I mean, it's just insane uh, the uh, uh, the levels of which everybody wants a badge and a gun to enforce uh, uh, federal stuff. Uh, but anyway, uh, so if you look at 135,000 federal agents... And the population of the United States is 300 million. That's a, that's a lot of territory to try to cover. I also look at, if you look at what we've done in, uh, as far as military, Afghanistan, Iraq, and the number of troops needed to rotate in and out. Because here's the other thing to consider. And, and I'm saying these numbers to help you understand that there's no need to be fearful. There is a need to be prepared and, and be peaceful but there's no need to be fearful. Uh, don't fall into the propaganda. Don't go spouting off at the mouth. 
there will be a number of, of increased rates and false flags by the government. I, I'll make my predictions later about the use of illegal immigrants to try to uh, address this Trumpers just as happened at the, at the Capitol so that, so that Biden can invoke the Insurrection Act, which Trump never invoked. Uh, but anyway, that's a lot of territory to cover. You look at the geographical coverage of the United States, and then I'd like you to also look at a map of the red and blue states. I would say a large portion of that red area are firearm owners and probably uh, uh, multiple uh, veterans of many different foreign wars, multiple tours of battle that uh, aren't going to allow or follow illegal const uh, uh, gun confiscation. Um, it's just it's just impossible for the military and government to totally lock down the entire country. And when that happens with the effort that they would use to lock it down, many people who are, are peaceful may get angry. Um, understand that the way our system works right now is because people like us who love this country, uh, honor our rule of law and do the right thing are peaceful. You know, I never fear criminals. I don't fear the ones that the Democrats and socialists are releasing on the streets. I don't fear them at all. They're, they're undisciplined. Yeah, they're violent, but uh, in the face of violence, they often shriek back uh, because they're not prepared for it or, or uh, uh, they have no training. So I don't fear them. I fear when the common man has lost his last bit of patience with what is seen as a growing tyranny. Um, again, any kinetic action is, is dissuaded be, uh, always because it's mutually assured destruction. Uh, it's not good for anything. But in dealing with listening to the propaganda and the efforts to make themselves, when I say themselves, the, you know, threaten the use of the taxpayer-funded agencies to come kick our asses, I, I encourage you, think beyond what they're trying to get you to think about. Think about the actual numbers. Again, back to the Massachusetts scenario, dealing with the, the group of Moors. When you take 50 to 100 officers off the street to deal with 10 guys, and that's a situation in which no shots were fired, that's a lot of, that's a lot of resources that is required. Uh, if you look at some of the active shooter situations, uh, again, the number of officers needed to provide reinforcements to rotate in and out, uh, that kind of stuff, that's a lot of logistics support that's required um so it, it it's unique to see this threat against the people that you need f-15s and nukes as if dropping a nuke uh in our backyard would not be without uh their own casualties which would be absolutely ignorant if you want to you want to fire people up drop a nuke on us you know we, we'll all be fired up at that point um but listening to this blowhard president or illegitimate president threaten us and then try to, you know, they've got their uh, uh, health and human services, uh, which basically work with CHICOMs to force to uh, design this uh, bioweapon and then its release. Now, say, now threatening they're going to come vaccinate us. You know, I can't think of two greater scenarios in which would set the tree of liberty uh, to be refreshed than forcing vaccinations and trying to take guns. I mean, I can't think of a, a worse mad type situation. Um, and again, Rome often had a challenge in trying to project consistently and effectively its force from Rome to its territories. The same thing with D.C. You're dealing with a small cabal who is dependent upon forcing 
in, in finding capitulation amongst agencies and enforcement agencies to do their bidding. It's a no-win situation, ultimately. It is a small group creating havoc for the peaceful population out there. So when you when you start to hear this this fear mongering, this fanning the flames, the government's to your coming to your door, blah 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 blah, laugh at it. Be prepared, but laugh at it. And and here's my thing: if they come up to your door to talk to you about vaccinations, video them first. Don't yell at them, but put up no trespassing signs. This is this is my my thing. Don't yell. Don't get violent. Answer the door with a video camera or your phone on video. Demand that they show you proof of their ID to, to so that you know who you're dealing with. Video and get their names. Make sure you get that on camera because if they falsely identify themselves, that's another charge. As soon as you have documentation produced that shows who they are, who they're with, then you tell them you are trespassing. I want you to leave my property now. If they try to delay and don't turn and go, say, I am asking you again. You are trespassing. This is your final warning. You need to leave before I file charges. If they refuse or take a long time, call the police, but then don't rely on the police to file charges. Here's where you need to know more about the court system. Go to the magistrate. File charges that these people refuse to leave your property and give their names and file charges civilly against them for trespassing. That is the only way to deal with that particular effort and follow it through. And if the county DA or Commonwealth attorney, whoever you have in your state, refuses to file charges, then start filing malfeasance charges or uh, 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 complaints against them. They have to enforce the law. If it becomes political where they decide not to do that, they're violating your rights. So file charges against them. You know, that's the way you deal with that. Don't get angry. Don't want to fight them. Don't please do not threaten them. They're just people that are ignorant and they are willing to try to make a dime uh, without knowing what the rights and the laws are. So use that at your, at your advantage. Use the courts to your advantage. File charges on them. Get your neighbors to do the same. But do it in that process I mentioned. Make sure you have video of them coming onto your land past a new trespassing sign. Get their identification first and video the interaction. Be peaceful, be, be polite, but be firm and tell them they are not welcome here. They need to leave now. And if you refuse to leave, I'm going to charge you with trespassing. And if they continue to stand there and try to discuss with you, say, close your door and say, before you close it, say, I'm filing charges on you. And then shut the door and go to your magistrate after you call the police to report trespassers. And don't let the police talk you out of it. They're going to try to talk you out of it. Um, you can even insist that they charge them with trespassing, but chances are uh, they've already gotten the memo from the government and they're not going to try, they're not going to want to try to charge them with trespassing, but be firm, uh, ask them to hold, hold the line, call your sheriff. And this is so important, everybody. This is why it's vital that you elect patriots as your sheriff, as your board of supervisors, you elect people that with uphold the law and aren't political partisan hacks, red or blue, that they uphold the laws and your rights. Stop electing these corrupt, individual, politicized, 
one camp, two party uh, individuals who sell you out to make a check. Charge them. You know, vote good people in. So anyway, that's what you need to do when you deal with this. Now, the gun confiscation, I don't see any reason for that to happen at this point, uh, other than all of the people they're trying to set up who were out in D.C. Uh, during the Capitol riots. And, and uh, what a what a clusterfuck that is and what a misuse of the, the court systems. Uh, so, you know, but here's the, here's the big thing. I want you to understand something. There's a reason why all this is happening. I don't know what that reason is, but that's the point of the my podcast is because our voices are being silenced by big tech and the media. So I've launched this podcast to give people a voice and to get the word out there. One of the things that you have to realize, and again, I, I hate to harp on this point, the logistics and support needed to do certain things just to put a, a battalion of troops forward requires a huge amount of resources and a huge amount of support. And that depends upon being able to move freely. And the same thing with, with the idiots proposing gun confiscation. Do you really think that you'll be able to move supplies freely like in a normal day with the roads open at that point? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's a false paradigm. It's a, fa- it's a false, it's a false uh, plan because you cannot, once shit goes to hell in a handbasket because you started kicking indoors and taking guns, the whole in the United States is going to erupt. And so you need to have food prepared and other things. And to, to, for this idiot president to propose that they're just going to come knock on doors and travel freely down the streets, shit, I can, if you thought the riots were bad that these little wimpy ass Antifa guys and others put forward, Wait till you meet those patriots out there who who understand battlefield tactics and have been in Fallujah and other areas, Afghanistan and Vietnam. If you can't travel freely to move supplies, you've abandoned forward deployed forces. So nobody wants that. So give take it with a grain of salt, these threats. They're designed to get people to start talking bold, you know, actions. They're designed, it's like whack-a-mole. They want you to say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to punch the government, blah, 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 you know, make threats, they, which they would want to use against you as a uh, enemy combatant, basically. So be careful what you're saying, you know, form your neighborhood watch teams uh, in the event you have to deal with rioters or looters, no uh, uh, casualty care, food storage, you know, it's a lot of good stuff to, to know and practice with and, and have quick response teams to fires and other type of threatening events. So, um, again, remember, only 3% fought to give this country to us against the greatest military in the world at that time. Only 3%. Doesn't take much. So when they try to say it takes a lot, the truth is it doesn't take much. And guess what? I want this message out there now to all the all the agents listening right now, in your midst, in your midst, there's at least 75% who would be unwilling to pull the trigger to harm those who are trying to maintain law and order and our rule of law. They won't carry out your orders. They won't fire your tanks. They won't fly your planes and drop bombs on the population. They won't kick indoors. 75%, even FEMA realizes that. Understand, as as big as you think you got it, you can't weed them out quick enough 
you have no ways to resupply and train people up to the levels of training that those people who you think are voicing pro-U.S. feelings and want to kick them out, you have no – time is not on your side. So keep that as a, in, your, in your head and, and remember, peaceful as doves and true to serpents, as the Bible instructs, uh, we're to pray for this country and for God's will and uh, never, never offensive until it's the final hour and you know what time it is. And again, remember, any type of kinetic action is, is mutually assured destruction at a certain point. So again, we what, what you're listening to is not a call to arms. It's a call to clear thinking and wisdom. Understand that what they're, what they're trying to promote as fear porn and to scare everybody with their, oh, we can reach out and, and grab all the guns at one time. It never will happen. You can't do it that way. But here's my prediction. So let me get to the darker side of this podcast. Again, uh, we're a peaceful organization. We're for pro-U.S. and we're for pro-patriots. Uh, uh, we are against any corrupt government or attempts to subvert our rule of law and establish a tyranny. So here's my prediction. I think what we're seeing with the COVID was just some of the first stages. If you think of what has to happen uh, for the government to put troops on the streets, there has to be an insurrection. I recall and have a number of articles I'll post to my website later on what was talked about when Trump was, you know, they said his photo op at the burning church as if that was so great for him. Uh, the attack on the White House. Remember that? Nobody did shit. I don't know anybody charged to the level of what they're doing. As far as the, the Capitol event, I cannot think of a worse false flag where I watched the police actually opening the doors and letting people in. That was an inside job. But I also know of people who were defending the White House during that, those, that, those dark times. How that was able to go without the same ferocity of what has happened with the Capitol riots uh, and the, uh, is, is definitely a political plan. Uh, it was just un. un unheard of and especially we want to know we know the agent was black now we believe his, he was black not that that matters but he was the one who cowardly shot or murdered ashley babbitt with police in the hall behind her that was the weirdest scenario weirdest scene i've ever witnessed but anyway here's my prediction so all of this stuff with covid and the and the lawless border that biden is encouraging illegal immigration to think that they haven't and most of the people are individuals coming across the border are military age males now why would you let in a bunch of military age males which is what happened in europe there's a lot of planning and coordination that occurred with this and even back to obama biden time trump also seemed very ineffective on the border wall even though he got some stuff done but was was couldn't get anything done done with the doj why was that because he kept borrowing Barr's the biggest swamp creature of all, and somehow the great Trump was snookered by it. Anyway, here's the deal. Here's, here's my prediction. So this whole COVID deal, this planned event, virus was not that bad. Now they're crying up the COVID, the Delta variant. This fall, when the spike proteins kick in from those that were vaccinated, they will use that time as well as the false flags using migrant or illegals dressed as Trumpers and malicious to go out and create carnage on the streets of multiple cities at one time or right after the other. 
You're probably thinking, yeah, okay, it's crazy talk now. No, it's not crazy talk. I've, I've seen enough of crazy the past couple years to that nothing's out of the question, nor is any scenario. But what we will see with that, you look at all of the migrants or the illegals in France creating all the problems on the streets, the crimes going up. Biden needs the excuse and the need to invoke the Insurrection Act. That's when troops go on the street, posse comitatus or comitatus or whatever the hell it's pronounced comes out and they can put troops on the street and lock down society. There will also be a manufactured food shortage to create fear. If people aren't taking the vaccine, how do you get them to take the vaccine? Well, shit, you've got to, you've really got to drop a virus in and then you've got to say that you can't buy food unless you've got the vaccine. And that's what I believe, looking at all of the scenarios that we've seen and that we have playing out, is where this thing leads. You, the, the, agent, the corrupt agencies are dependent upon creating more havoc and strife to enforce and really ensconce a tyranny in the U.S. And that means locking down the streets and imposing a mandate. And that's when they'll try gun confiscations. But again... Nobody's not everybody's going to comply, and if you think of the hundred, uh, two hundred, you know, let's say three hundred fifty thousand officers to a hundred thousand citizens, that's not going to wash. Nor is you know hundred million, seventy five million true patriots. Uh, that's not going to wash either. And if you have uh, uh, even the numbers that they're claiming with military, you still have the seventy five percent rule that seventy five percent of those individuals are pro-liberty uh, conservatives in nature and won't obey laws and won't fly those planes, drive those tanks, shoot those guns. So it's, it's, uh, there's a bit of Kool-Aid drinking uh, in the cabal that think that uh, they can impose their will upon people as easily as, as it, they play it out on white papers or, uh, and it's not going to happen. So that's my prediction. They're going to try to enact the COVID shutdown based upon this uh, experimental death vaccine uh, into creating more carnage. And at that time, they're going to try to use that fodder for a uh, insurrection act and then want to come out and start shutting things down and grabbing up people and get mowing them. It, it's a crazy scenario. You know, couldn't have been a better movie script uh, than what we're seeing. Um, but that's just my perspective. But if the takeaway from today's podcast is don't believe everything you hear, don't believe everything you read, you know, open source information still has some value. Take a look and just run the numbers. Uh, I'm trying to pull up a calculator here, but uh, 3% of 75 million that would actually uh, give it their all is a, is a pretty damn big fighting military force. And the red states from that map, uh, which uh, this, uh, uh, illegitimate uh, administration thinks they'll operate freely is another false assumption um, that uh, will show proof should they try to uh, invoke their uh, uh, sadistic will upon the population of America. You know, it's uh, again, we, we, we do these podcasts to bring you the truth, to talk about real things uh, and put it in perspective. And I hope I've made that somewhat clear. It's kind of hard to really communicate the, the, mutually assured destruction of any of these type of activities that this administration is broadcasting uh, that they're going to do, you know, so, you know, take a, take it with a grain of salt on what you're hearing, 
dial it back, enjoy your life. This is still the best place to live in the world. It's the best country and we just have to get better. We have to have secure elections that aren't compromised by, uh, by individuals uh, who are trying to uh, destroy this country and make it into some failed socialist utopia, which has never worked. So, hey, be strong, be bold, be centered in Christ, pray for this nation. I, uh, may God bless you and your families. May God bless this country. And may we uh, always be a beacon of liberty and the uh, best nation on earth. Listen, stay peaceful, stay safe. First Team America Patriot Network is out. Thank you very much. Tell a friend.